The Biscuit is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello, and welcome back to the latest installment of the Who Built Me podcast. I'm Tim Miner of Charlotte is Creative, and I cannot wait for you to enjoy today's 10-minute interview with a Charlotte creative who is impacting the Queen City in profound ways because she was impacted by the kindness and the social capital of others. That voice. That voice on the radio or on the podcast, we hear it, we know it, and we trust it. And it's natural for us to wonder about the face behind the voice, but what about the story behind the voice? Today's guest is Edward R. Moreau award-winning journalist, Sarah D'Elia. Sarah is the host of The List, and She Says, and the arts and crime reporter at Charlotte's public radio station, WFAE. And Sarah has a voice that our community has learned to trust. But how'd she find that voice? Well, sure enough, it came through a lot of hard work and Sarah's dedication to her craft. But it's also because someone stopped stopped and gave her the time and attention and respect that she deserved, even though they didn't have to. Sarah's career was shaped by that kindness, that kindness she received from one of her professors, Martha Woodruff. Martha was a great teacher by profession, but she chose to be a mentor by practice. And she didn't have to do that. She just did it. She didn't have to give of herself that way, but she did anyway. And in Martha, Sarah found someone who treated her as an adult, someone who would focus on her and show her that she was seen and heard without hesitation or distraction. And that's something Sarah is challenging us to think about today. In a world full of sound, fury, and distractions, are we really taking the time to stop, quiet ourselves, and truly be present for those around us? Even for a few minutes, do we stop and focus solely on them, showing them respect? and actively listening to them. You know, we may not know it at the time, but those moments we take with them, those moments to show people that we're with them, that they're important to us, that's really an investment in them. And while it may only seem like a few minutes to us, it may carry lifetime meaning for them. It takes a lot of help to build a successful person, but at the end of the day, our respect and our presence in the moment with them may just be the key ingredient. So please, take a few more minutes and be present for Sarah's Who Built Me story. What's your story? Tim, thanks so much and welcome Biscuit listeners to another installment of Who Built Me, our look at the people behind the names that you know. My name's Andy Goh. Joining me today on Who Built Me is an Edward R. Murrow award-winning journalist, lead reporter and host of the podcast, The List and She Says, and WFAE arts and crime reporter, Sarah D'Elia. Sarah, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Andy. Sarah, I want you to talk about a a mentor that you had at a radio station or a a station that was adjacent to the radio station you had back in college uh, named Martha Woodruff. Can you tell me about Martha? Yeah, Martha is um, one of my favorite people in the world. Um, and she definitely is the one that is responsible, uh, for my career in radio. Uh, I 
a little backstory made most of my friends and um, some friends I still have to this day from my college radio station, WXJM, uh, where I went to school at James Madison University in Harrisonburg, Virginia. And connected by a small hallway was WMRA, which was the NPR radio station. And so during the day, that hallway would be open and you could kind of wander back. You could talk to reporters. You could see the little newsroom. Um, and I just sort of like was so curious about radio. I, I had like my little DJ show. I had an internship at NPR, but I didn't really know, you know, how to get my foot in the door. And so I had another friend who was really interested in getting into radio. And she said, you have to talk to Martha if you want to learn more. And so I just sort of started making excuses uh, to bump into Martha. And eventually she was just sort of like, you know, why don't you just come into my office and, and let's talk. Um, so I must have been like, you know, maybe 19 or 20. And I flopped down in Martha's couch that was in her office. And I, I remember that detail. I thought that was always really cool that she had a, a couch in her office. Um, and she just kind of said, like, what do you want to know? And, and what do you want to be? And where do you want to go? And, and she just let me kind of pick her brain in a way that I really needed. And sometimes I didn't know the questions that I should be asking. I just was sort of like, I don't know, tell me anything. And uh, she shared her life experience with me. Um, and she hadn't, she really didn't have to do that. She was just a really kind, generous person and, um, sort of taught me to look out for those people that, um, may have something in them to do, to do radio, to do journalism, but are a little afraid to kind of, you know, ask for that, that first start of like, where do I even begin? What, is something about Martha, either personally or professionally, either something that she's done or, or, or a personality trait of hers that really, to you anyway, sums up who she was and is really emblematic of the of the type of person that that had an influence on who you are today? Well, I think when you're having a conversation with Martha, it's like truly you it is just you and Martha and she is like so locked into you um and and um focus and and present with you and I think that's just like we don't have a lot of conversations these days where people cannot be distracted by their devices or the millions of other things we have going on in our lives um and so I always really appreciated that that it was just me and Martha talking or catching up. Um, and, and that's something that I've tried to really, um, take with me when I interview someone and is to truly be present with someone. I know that might sound maybe a little hokey, but really like there's nothing more, um, connecting. And also like at the end, if, if you've had, ever had a, a conversation where you've been really present with someone and really just honed in on them and actively listening to what they're saying and not just nodding your head. I mean, that's, that's like, exhausting sometimes, right? Because that, that takes a lot of time and energy, but I think that's also how you get the best conversations with people is when you're truly present with them. And that's something that Martha always did with me. Like she just always showed me a lot of respect as like this random, you know, 20 year old that was like asking her probably a lot of silly questions. Um, but she always treated me with respect and she treated me like an adult. And so 
that's how I try to treat everybody I interact with is I try to treat people with respect and I try to always be really present with them and actually listening to what they have to say. That's fantastic. And I, and that's a great distinction there. When you talk about listening, listening is an active process and, and, and so few people, I feel like try to actually, uh, approach listening as such. Um, and, and that's a great distinction to make. Uh, tell me, are you, uh, are you and Martha still in contact today? Yeah. Um, Martha, I saw Martha over Christmas. Um, and, uh, she's somebody that I've stayed out. I've stayed in touch with throughout my entire career, no matter where I've moved. Um, I, my parents actually retired, um, to the mountains in Virginia. So I'm, um, actually they live closer to my college, um, than they did when I was growing up, um, in Northern Virginia. So now when I like go see my folks, I pass through Harrisonburg and I usually make a trip to see friends that are still there. And I always see Martha, Um, and Martha actually officiated my wedding. Um, she got ordained to, um, officiate my wedding and my marriage did not end up lasting, but my friendship with Martha did. And she was actually there to kind of help me go through that process too. Um, so she's somebody that's, yeah, just been from there for me professionally, been there for me, um, personally and like, everyone should have a Martha in their lives. I can't say enough wonderful things about her. That's amazing. So she uh, really has had that uh, deep impact on you, not only as a person, as a professional, and and that's really profound. What do you think you would take from your experience with Martha that you would want to pass on to the next Sarah D'Elia? Oh gosh. Well, (laughs) I don't know if we need another Sarah D'Elia, but, uh, I think here's what I'll say. Like, I think sometimes it's really easy, especially in the world of journalism or creative worlds to get, um, to get jealous of people, especially people that are younger than you or things just seem to come more easily to them for whatever reason. Um, and I've learned the lesson and I think Martha has helped teach me this lesson uh, or learn this lesson is that, you know, someone's success is not your failure. And um, I think when you like she did mentor somebody who is going to start you know, having opportunities and having things that maybe like she never did, or it just never worked out or whatever. Like there's, there's like an ego that you kind of have to put aside, right? Like you have to kind of make way for the next generation of people. And that's not always an easy thing to do. Um, so I tried to think about that when people ask me, like, can I pick your brain or can I, you know, get advice or whatever? Because I know I was that person. So I tried to approach it from like, from that point of view of just being generous as possible with my time. Um, because I know people were generous with their time when they didn't have to be. And there were definitely people that, um, you know, not everyone, what, what makes Martha stand out so much is that like, not everyone's a Martha, right? Like not everyone is going to want to give you their generosity. Not everyone can, and that's okay too, but it makes those people that can, that are willing to, it makes them stand out and it makes them, you know, have an impression on you. So, um, 
So that's something that I think about as, as I advance in my career and I get a little bit older, I think about like, you know, the, the guts it takes to reach out to somebody and say, I want to know how to do what you do. Can you help me? And to really, um, to try and be there for people because people were there for me like Martha was. Fantastic. Sarah D'Elia, WFAE arts and crime reporter and host of The List and She Says podcast. Sarah, thanks so much for being on the Biscuit CLT podcast. Thanks, Andy. The Who Built Me podcast is sponsored by Foundation for the Carolinas. Thanks again to Sarah D'Elia of WFAE for speaking with us. And of course, thank you, the listener, for tuning in to the Biscuit Podcast. That's all the time we have for today's episode of The Biscuit. Remember to subscribe to The Biscuit Podcast for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a rating and a review so that other creative charlatans can hear about us, or better yet, just tell them yourself. Finally, get the scoop on Charlotte's creative scene delivered straight to your inbox every week by subscribing to the Biscuit email newsletter. Do that now at BiscuitCLT.com. The Biscuit Podcast is produced by Tim Miner, Matt Olin, and Andy Go of Gojo Studios. Music by Harvey Cummings. <laughs> <laughs>